ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopsticksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and today I am joined not by Dylan. Uh, Dylan is currently on a train, I think, to Chicago or something. I don't want to dox him fully, but he's he's definitely traveling. Um, so I am joined by Monthly Pure Resu. That's, that's the name of it, right? Yeah. Uh, monthly Pure Resu's uh, James Carlin. James, uh, introduce yourself to the lovely audience. Hello, I write things about stardom, sometimes good. Is that, is that good? Sometimes good? I mean, you know, listen, that's fair. I mean, if you want to read it, you have to buy the magazine. Yeah, that's a hard sell. That's, that's a pretty hard sell, I won't lie. Well, it's not just physical, it's online as well. Right, so you can buy the magazine online? Yeah. Right, okay, I see. Pretty crazy. You've have you you've interviewed stardom wrestlers, haven't you? Well, kind of. It's an agonizing process. I can imagine. Did you did you do the the one with Julia that time? So like kind of. Oh, I mean, did you come up with the questions? Yeah, most of them. Well then, hey, you you technically interviewed I... Julia, so. I mean, you're more qualified than most to be on this show, so. Amazing. 
<laughs> All right. Um, so we don't normally get these, but we do have a review to talk about. Uh, Dylan always misses the reviews somehow. Like they're always here on the weeks he's not on the show. Um, we had stopped reading the reviews for a while because they both they all just kept saying Dylan was shit, and it was kind of starting to feel a bit mean dragging him every week. Um, but we got a nice review. Uh, so this one is maybe he deserves it. He does. I will. I will give him that. Like he's he's a bit of a pain. I know. Um, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> you poor thing. All right. Um, so the the review though, it's uh, it's from J Cole. Uh, J Cole said it's good. Gave it five stars. Uh, I like both of you. Think your criticism is fair and not just hating. It's good and fair talk about stardom. So, you know, that's that's kind of what we try to do. Uh, I said this. I. I don't think it's dropped yet. I was on the five star Yoshi pod for um for a draft episode and um you know we were doing like the closing thing and I was like, listen, I do stardom quest. I'm not gonna pretend it's good, but it's at the very worst, <laughs> it is authentic. And Dylan and I say what we think, uh, without really worrying about what other people will uh, believe of that. So so I'm not gonna lie and say that I think stardom quest is great, but at the very least it is uh, truthful and honest, which is is really all you can ask for, I think. Don't worry, I'm going to give it all the five star ratings. Oh yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I think we're both sick, so this is great. Um, I'm going to be coughing all the time, and you're just going to be backed up. So this is going to be very fun. Um, I will try my best not to ruin the recording. <laughs> um. We do have some stuff to talk about, though. In the past week, Stardom announced the card for New Blood 4. Um, so this show is on August 26th. So this is, I believe it's like the day, a few days after the Stardom X Stardom. Um, yeah, which is on the 21st. Yeah, so there's kind of a, a break from the GP there for these two shows. Um, in the opening match, then, of new blood four we have lady c versus chie koshikawa from gato move versus Roka of a Tai. so we had seen gato move kind of get involved in new blood we had uh yuna mizumori on one of the shows where she she became lady gaga for a bit uh mace obviously challenged for the high speed championship and now we get chie so i mean She's somebody who Gato Move fans love. I haven't seen a ton of her because when I watched Gato Move, it was that phase where she like was was away for a while. Oh yeah. Um, but I've I've heard very good things, and her energy will probably fit well with Stardom. I would say she's a bit on the extreme end. Mm. <laughs> she she would fit though. like better in old style, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. I think Rocka might hate her though, and that would be very funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, the match after that, then this is a good one. This is uh, Tomoka Inaba of Just Tap Out versus Hina of Queen's Quest. Um, I don't know how much of Hina you've watched, but I I rave about her a lot. Like her offense is always really really good, um, and I feel like her and Inaba could have like a, a sleeper match here. I haven't seen much of her, to be honest. Yeah, you don't. You're not watching the house shows, no. I try to. You try. But then I my, mean, then my subscription ran out, so I was stuck for like a month. Otherwise, oh I'd then. build like five days later. That does suck. I mean, they're they're um, 
a stardom world is kind of bad when you have to like change your card details or anything like that it is just it does not compute it's very 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 it's, funny it's, it's awful yeah no because i i changed my card one time and i have to like deactivate the account reactivate the account as a different card number and i was like what is this like oh why, my why gosh. are we doing this yeah it wasn't it wasn't very fun um but that should be a uh, a decent match anyway um the match after that is my sakurai and linda of shinshu girls versus <laughs> saida and momo kogo of stars um linda's probably the one name i don't think anyone knew yeah when it was no, i've i have the honor of saying i have watched shinshu girls like they are on youtube i have seen them uh, i watched a match one time where a young one won the match by popping a balloon and giving her opponent's heart failure. Like it is very what? interesting promotion, yeah. What? Her, her opponent was dressed up as an old guy and she had a school bag and it was very weird. Um, but she popped a balloon and he got heart failure and she won. <laughs> that is that is promotion that Linda is from. So you can just imagine how insane she is. She is essentially a dominatrix. She has threatened to whip Rossi Ogawa and wants to tie up some of Stardom's wrestlers. So I am I should have worried. invited her to showcase. Dear God, please please don't give them ideas. My headcanon is that Linda is Grizzly Oamoto, and that is such a deep cut reference because oh um, for anybody who doesn't know, Grizzly was part of um she was Gokumon Toe, right? Yes, Gokumon Toe. Yeah. Um, she was like Bull's second in command for a bit before she retired from AJW. And she retired and became a dominatrix. So uh, she is now Linda. That's my headcanon. She is reincarnated as Linda. You are really going deep into the references. I mean, listen, it, it has to happen. This is we can, I'm tying this in. That this is a plug for Victory Through Guts, because we do talk about Grizzly there. So listen listen to Victory Through Guts, everybody. There you go. Look at me. Smart marketing. <coughs> um, the match after that is uh, Rina and Chairman Ram of 666 versus Wakasuyama and Momoka Hanazono. I'm so glad to see Hanazono back. She's great. I don't know what you think of Hanazono. Have you watched her? What promotion is she from? Because I do know the name. She's a freelancer, technically. She does wrestle in, like, Colega Pro and, and Oz Academy, though. Oh, that's probably where I've heard of her from then, Oz. Yeah, did you did you watch her match on the other um, New Blood? I probably did. Okay. I, I, My I memory is awful. <laughs> you must not have enjoyed her too much if you don't remember <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think Hanazono is great anyway so it's good to see her back and uh, she's a perfect teammate for Waka if they want to you know, make them a tag league team I'm all for it Like that would be, that would be fantastic uh, Ram and Rina sure, why not um, I think it's kind of cute just, just, let's just hope they don't do the face paint thing again because that was awful oh my god dude, I swear to god it's especially because you know Waka would rope Hanazono into it, and we don't need Hanazono getting cancelled. Like that's the last thing the world needs right now. Like the intention was good, but then when you yeah. take it out of the lens of stardom, like it gets horrible. It yeah yeah the fact she kept it on is is so bad. Like, like after the match. 
Yeah. Yeah, like who who let her do that? Who didn't who like why didn't you just be like, listen, hon, you gotta you gotta wipe that off, please. Uh, I don't know. Um Rena and Ram is kind of a cute team because obviously Ram is was very close with Hannah and you know Rena yeah. is obviously she, you know, was mini Hannah for a while, so they're they're a very cute team. Um so maybe they can team up a bit a bit more if, if Ram kinda keeps appearing. Um, I think she will, because she is quite popular. Yeah, and she's one of the many people now who's working Ice Ribbon and Stardom, and it's very interesting, because I don't think Ice Ribbon can say anything about it, because they need as many wrestlers <laughs> as they can get, um, but it, it's very interesting. Um, the next match on the show, then, is Starlight Kid and Haruka Umasaki of Diana versus Mirai and Ami Sore of God's Eye. Um, so this is kind of an interesting one. Uh, Umasaki teaming with uh, Ueda Tai once again. I know they were trying to kind of court her. I know she's teamed with them twice, so it's kind of interesting to see how that goes. And they're obviously yeah, at the last the... show she shook Starlight Kid's hand. Oh yeah, okay. So that's maybe they're going to get uh, Umasaki involved. I don't really know. Maybe she'll just be like Kid's tag league partner or something. Who knows? It would be quite um, cool if she did have like Ueda Tai game. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry. I mean, I mean, her luminous tag partner turned heel, so why not? Yeah, I remember watching that match, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Completely out of left. Yeah, um, I didn't expect it, and then it was it was kind of cool though. At first, I thought it was like a shrunk Rini Amashta because the pictures were so <laughs> bad that I was yeah, the like, lighting isn't really that good. Yeah, I was like, is that is that really Amashta? What what's happened here? But no, it was it was Takase. That was it was quite interesting. Um but that that match there, this this uh, God's Eye versus uh Kid Numasaki match is one hundred and ten percent the draw of the show. Because yeah. uh there's no way anybody is losing that. Yeah, a literal draw. Very much so. And then our next match is a very interesting match. It's Hanan versus Aoi from Just Tap Out. So this well, is who do you draw. think is going to win this one? <laughs> this is probably also a draw, given how much they've protected JTO. It's very um, yeah, very weird. I could see this being made into a um, a future of Stardom title match as well. Once Hanan defends against uh, Miyu Amasaki, isn't if that... you can defend against the next Ace of Stardom. Oh wait, this show is show. Oh, yeah, this show is after the pay-per-view, so yeah, she could defend against Amasaki and then Aoi challenges to, to get yeah. her to... I, I believe that would be her 10th defense then. I think? Yeah. She holds the current record. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's at 8 at the moment, but... Yes, yes, she says it in her, her post-match comments. So yeah, that could be defense number 10 there against Aoi. Um... And I mean, if it is a title match, then Hanan is definitely retaining because, I mean, Aoi isn't going to win the belts yet. She still hasn't even surpassed Inaba in, in her own promotion. So I don't think they would have Aoi kind of pushed above Inaba in stardom either. So That's true. Could be a great match, though. Their dance is cool, though. That yes, should be enough to so. elevate. <laughs> yeah, the production of stardom with Aoi is just peak. It works so well. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, the main event then of the show is the Supernova fifth match. It is Miyu Amasaki versus Tam Nakano. So, um, very 
it's new blood stuff is basically just the kevin show it's it's very <laughs> interesting um i'm not super high on kevin um technical wrestlers never really vibe with me and um i think when you're doing a babyface comeback and slapping on a knee bar that is most a bland thing you could ever do but people are into the kevin so good honor and uh, i'm sure tom will bring something good out of her here I like how you went from calling her Miyu Amasaki to suddenly calling her Kevin all the time. Uh, you got to switch it up, you know. You got to make sure people know her name is Miyu Amasaki, but also that that Kevin is applicable. I'm just so used to calling her Kevin. Oh, it makes but sense. Every time I see Miyu Amasaki, it just feels wrong. <laughs> that is fair. It was your friend who started it, so yeah. Um, and now I can't escape it. Yeah, that's um, that's the fun of discords, huh? Yeah. Well, it's a Tam Nakano match, so there's going to be a bunch of storytelling in it as well. Probably. Oh, dude, the 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 tweet thread that she's going to do the day before to pretend that she knows Miyu Amasaki quite deeply is going to be very funny. It's like <laughs> Kevin, Kevin San, I saw you at the dinner table one day and you didn't say hello. I have not forgotten since then, and that's just going to be like ten tweets of that. <laughs> um, in addition to the New Blood stuff, though, they did a press conference for Stardom X Stardom, uh, which is the pre- which is the pay per view on the twenty first of August. Um, these translations come from at its Dana now. Uh, Dana does very good work translating a lot of stuff for Stardom, so you should definitely give her a look. Um, her her blog is called uh, Shine Today, Believe Tomorrow, which is obviously a nice play on Stardom. So uh, check that out if you can. Um, there's a few interesting bits to pick from Dana's translations. The one match that I really want to go to, though, is uh, the white belt match with Kyrie and Saya, because they did a lot of storytelling in this press conference for the two of them. Uh, they basically addressed the Saya crying thing, because Dylan and I, and a few people on Twitter as well, had kind of been like, why is Saya constantly crying? Whenever Kyrie talks to her, yeah, like is Kyrie that overpowering? Like is Saya just a geek? Um, but essentially, it's that Kyrie was like, "That is my championship. It is coming home with me. The belt is crying out for me." And Saya is facing the reality of, "Oh, this belt that I've worked so hard for might be taken it's away from me." Belt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Kyrie's like definitely in her head though, because Kyrie's like, oh, you know, you've been thinking about me ever since I I challenged. Like you, you haven't slept. You you cried in the ring. The story that they're telling is that Kyrie is just very much in Saya's head. That Saya is almost resigned to losing this white belt, and she's very upset about it. It's quite interesting. Was it Tam who came up with the cursed belt name? I think. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, but I do think it's it's you know it's good to have these translations because obviously if you don't know the language, seeing Saya just like basically break down in tears every time she's confronted with Kyrie is a bit weird. But looking at the storyline of it with how they're doing the promos and how they did this conference, it's very much like there's there's an idea there um, that Saya isn't afraid to show her weakness and Kyrie's like, listen. I am stronger and strength as well. Give me this belt. So I assume Kyrie is winning the belt from Saya. I have been on that train for a long time, but I'm more confident than ever that that Saya will take it back from Kyrie down the line, and that will be the, the long-term play there. 
I think it's interesting because Sia said she wanted to break. It was at Momo's record. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see if she somehow manages to beat Kyrie and breaks the record. Because they do seem to be quite high on site. They do. I, I honestly, I feel like getting the the storyline win over Kyrie is almost bigger than breaking Momo's record in some ways. Yeah. Um, but I mean, either one would be a great way to, to kind of showcase her. Um, other highlights from the press conference is that everybody bickered. Literally everybody up and down this card was bickering. It is so funny. Uh, Natsupoy <laughs> and Tam couldn't decide on a team name. And uh, Zuki was like, so are you going to challenge? Or are you just going to like come up with names? What's what's the story here? Um, and Syrian and I basically just... You know, they started slapping the shit out of each other. They just weren't having any of it. Like, they're they're just going to fight, and I'm very here for it. I saw so many people mad that Nanai was going to have a match with Shuri. And I was yeah. like, what's the deal? She's good. And I have no idea. And honestly, Nanai got such a bad rep because she, like, was injured for a long time and then didn't come back in prime physical condition. And I'm just like, the, the evidence suggests that she is grand now. So yeah. whatever hatred you have for her, I'll let it ride in the max seat. If anyone is going to get a great match out of her, it's this form of Siri, right? Yeah. It um, took so... quite a bit for Shuri's reign to like get into gear, I think. And now when it's there, it's going to be good. Yeah, she always kicks it up around this time of year. I know Dylan and I were talking about it even last year, but like approaching the GP last year, she just started completely killing everybody. And she's done that again this year. Uh, and so, I mean, her, her and Nanai is obviously just going to embrace that kind of energy. It's going to remind me of like her match with Iroha at the five star, where oh, we just yeah. start kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, and it's going to be great. Need to run that back. I mean, obviously they can't do, do it because Takumi is like, you know, I'm not losing now that I'm three three AW champ. But run it back, please, some somehow. Um, that though, I think that's all of the news to to go through because I don't think there was anything else uh, that happened in the past week, unless um, you know you want to cover Saki Kashima getting a photo book, which Dylan might want to do that, but he's there sadly, so. Um, I guess I'll cover it. Good for her, <laughs> she's getting money. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alright, with that though, we are on to the review section. Um, there is only one show up so far for us to review, which um, Sunny saying, hey, this is the best tournament in wrestling right now, and then nobody being able to watch it is is very I funny. I like days, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't blame Sonny anymore because, I mean, he's just a dude who has to travel with the roster and then upload these shows from whatever hotel they get him, which can yeah. be easy. Um, but obviously, like, I think stardom is, is cheap as hell to not, you know, have a second editor or something. It's it's ridiculous at this stage. Or at least they've got that really cool tour bus. Yeah, I mean, listen, who needs basic, you know, streaming when you can have a tour bus? I'm pretty sure it was 10 years ago now that New Japan first did like the live G1 and that really puts things into perspective yeah because I know they did you have to pay like 150 quid for it when they did it first because it was on 
from pay-per-view site, but I feel like most Stardom fans would pay that much if they could be guaranteed all of the shows live. You're getting yeah. like 20 shows or something, right? It, it works out quite well. It's basically like a season ticket. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I'm surprised Stardom hasn't looked into that at all and, you know, tried to monetize the GP a lot more because uh, the way they are doing it now just isn't really optimal at all. I think I mentioned it to you earlier that Stardom's like one of the few big companies besides PWG where their main business model isn't like live streaming, which is crazy mm. considering the, the age that we're in with technology. Yeah, I don't, I just want, I want to say that it's just Pan maybe isn't as live stream centric, um, and they still make a lot of their money through tickets. But yeah. even then, you know, obviously, New even Japan, New Japan streams. <laughs> yeah, like New Japan has probably seen a, a decent revenue bump because all their shows are live on New Japan World, and Stardom could replicate that if all their shows That's are. That's how I watched the G1 Finals 2016. Kenny versus Goto. Oh, yeah? Wow. And so I watched it. So you, I can you, say it got me into New Japan. You were a smart mark way back when, huh? Yeah. I think I had quit <laughs> wrestling in 2016. I can't be sure. But I definitely did not watch the G1 that year. I think it was Kenny betraying AJ at the start of the year, which got me into New Japan. Yeah? Hmm. So pretty cool though because i mean aj is what got a lot of like american fans into new yeah. japan i think in a while there um but yeah i definitely so i was watching uh, tna with my mom and aj was there then he went to new japan yeah i mean i was i was kind of the same because tna would air for free here on, on challenge right and yeah yeah and then i was like what's this new japan thing um so that was cool. the time they had the partnership? 2009, I think? Maybe. Can't recall, though. Um, cause I'm well, this pretty is sure... the New Japan podcast, so let's <laughs> yeah. try not to uh, topic. Yeah, no, all right. Uh, onto, the, onto the stardom review. Uh, the opening match was a Red Stars block match. It was Koguma beating Saki Kashima in just over seven minutes. Uh, Koguma won with a roll-up. Uh, this takes Koguma to four points, and Saki Kashima is on zero points. Um, this was, like, a solid enough match. Um, when they did high speed, it was pretty good, but then when they didn't, it was it was, it was whatever. A bit, yeah. I think Saki Kashima would be really good in the high speed division. Hot take, hot take, but yeah, she... Uh... There, is, there is quite a few people on the roster who sh I think should be, like high speed more often yeah well it's, i mean saki is definitely one of them because it's a style that she just completely excels at yeah um and yeah i mean koguma's tournament is off to an iffy start because um she hasn't really been pushing her strengths all that much and she's been stuck in these openers as well which is kind of sad to see because she's one of my favorites when she gets going but she hasn't really had that chance and she's the tag champion yeah like, so i don't think... know what they're doing so you'd think the champions would at least have a good showing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hazuki is, like, blowing her away right now. They're almost having two very different tournaments, so I don't know. I'm sure Kogamo will come through by the end, though. So um, we've still got, like, 
until the end of start of October. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like two months, <laughs> a month. Jesus. All right. Um, next match then was Mayu Uitari beating Hanan in uh, nine and a half minutes with a dragon suplex. Uh, this takes Mayu up to two points, and Hanan has zero. This is a Blue Stars block match, by the way. Um, and Mayu gave a lot to Hanan. She really wanted yeah. to give a lot to Hanan. Like, that was very clear throughout the match. Um, I thought Hanan was more aggressive here than, like, previously. Yeah, she definitely, like, even her attacking before the bell was, was quite yeah. out of character, but very much showed her, her urgency to, to win. Um, I, I've seen a lot of different thoughts on this match. I thought it was good. Um, but it was definitely a bit too sloppy for me. Like there was, a, yeah. especially towards the end, there was a couple of moves where I was like, "What are they attempting to do?" <laughs> like I didn't fully grasp what they were even trying. Like that one, Mayu le- leapt into Hanan's arms. And yeah, it was like, over. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it was really bad, and it kind of sucks that it it impacted like the finishing stretch of the match as as badly as it did, because um, the rest of it was was pretty good. Yeah. And, you some know, people liked it and some didn't. It's just yeah. one of those things. I think if you're more like put off by sloppiness, then definitely it's going to impact you a little bit more. Um, but you know, Mayu is like hurting a child, so for a lot of people, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, what's Joshi for if not like seeing people get hurt? You know, um, match after that then was a big gauntlet tag. And the eventual winners of this were Nagisaka and Mina Shirakawa when they f- f- uh, last eliminated Mai Sakurai and Himeka. Um, I thought this gauntlet was pretty solid for what it is. You know, obviously no- nobody's going to like go crazy in it, but there was some good action. Um, there was one part that was very good that I can't remember at all. Um, shoot, what was it? I want to say it was Mai Sakurai. And maybe Saya Possibly. Yeah, because there was definitely somebody where my Sakurai was like doing really well, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> when did this happen? Uh, oh, and, and Rocco just like straight up slapped the shit out of Momokogo at one point, and that I was like, hell funny. yeah. Dude, where's this Rocco more often? Hell yeah. Um, so there was, there was some brief, like, great moments in it. Uh, most of the matches went like under three minutes as well, so it went by really fast. The last fall kind of dragged because it was a lot of Mina and Mai. And yeah. um, no offense to Mina and Mai, but once they get the, the forearms out of the way, they don't offer a whole lot. I think this, this match, it feels like the teams were just kind of like put together, aside from Pink Kabuki. But you can't really expect much else, I guess. Yeah, this Considering is... it's mostly a five star. Yeah, like it was it was just getting everybody on the show and trying not to injure them pretty much. Did something happen to Julia because she wasn't on the show? Um no, they've been cycling people, um, kinda in and out based on whether they're needed or not. I know there was somebody else that was left off one of the weekends completely. Um was it Tam that wasn't on this weekend at all? I don't think she was, no. Yeah, so they've kind of been like cycling people yeah. in and out like they did last year for the GP, which kind of makes sense because there's no point in working a tag and there was this Nigata. Like, there's just there's no point. Um, I don't I really notice it, but now that I'm looking at like the whole card, it's more noticeable. 
Yeah, yeah, no, like, once you take a look, you're like, oh, yeah, they're, they're like, resting people, which is great. Yeah. I, I think it's very good. Um, I didn't mention it, but this did a f uh, sellout crowd of 527 in Niigata. Oh, wow. It's a very good number. Like, this, this five-star is going to be one of their, like, most successful things ever by the end of it, especially if that final night draws, like, anywhere decent. I liked the setup they had for this show with the blue lights in the background. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a nice change of pace because a lot of the other venues look very samey, whereas this, they yeah. were kind of forced to be different. Um, I think I should run that venue more often, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, like listen, if, you, if you're going to get like 600 people there, why the hell not? Um, the next match on the show, though, was uh, Amisore and Siri of Godzai wrestling to a 15-minute time limit draw with Azumi and Utami Hayashishita of Queen's Quest. Uh, this was really, really good. This was like almost must-watch kind of match. Um, yeah. Siri and Azumi did stuff, and then Siri and Utami. Shimi and Utami, yeah. yeah. Like they, they're definitely doing Siri and Utami again very soon. They're, they've been paired off. They went head-to-head -head here after the match. They're ramping up and doing some of their better kind of exchanges and tags. Like, there's definitely something coming between those two. I feel like with what Utami said, now post-match promo after Shuri with a rebirth, that probably means she's going to at least get to the finals. I think. Yeah, yeah. Utami has emerged very suddenly as as a favorite to win. Um, it's like her beating Shuri is kind of like, all right, they're they're doing something here, you know. Yeah. Um, I hadn't I initially thought it was going to be Julia. And she got absolutely cooked on the first two days. And that kind of knocked out for a bit. You can see them definitely pulling Julia through, because she obviously has to have a briefcase defences, you know? Oh, don't even... Don't <laughs> I know, I hate the briefcase too, but at this point I'm just kind of factoring it in mentally. Um... Like, to me, thinking about it, you've just gone through the biggest tournament of the company, like, last two months, you've won the tournament, now you have to defend that opportunity after you've just done the scrolling tournament. Why? Yeah. It's, it's you've one of already the worst earned the right to face it. Yeah, it's one of the worst, like, booking tropes that's brought in just to sell tickets. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And it kind of devalues your tournament almost if somebody who loses the tournament ends up getting the title shot. Yeah. Because, um, but you know, it's it's what they do, um, and I assume like they're slowly that. going towards being more like New Japan. Please don't, <laughs> please <laughs> really don't. like that. Uh, I've, I'm always against that. Like when people are like, "Oh, the Cinderella tournament should be more like the New Japan Cup," I'm like, "Don't you dare! I will, no. I will hurt you." <laughs> I want it to be like me. have its own unique identity. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, if if every wrestling company is the exact same, then what's the point, right? That's why I'm glad they had the matches be shorter for yeah. this tournament. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a solid time limit. Sometimes it does hurt, though, as we will talk about in this next match. This was a Blue Stars block match. Uh, Natsupoi beat Mirai in just under 11 oh. minutes with the Fairies Blink. Um, so oh. you are a big Mirai fan. I'm quite big on the Mirai train. Yeah, so this is, this is interesting. Um, I was enjoying this match. I will give her and Natsupoi that. Then it just yeah. ended. 
right? Completely ending out of nowhere. Like, if you have 11 minutes, make the most of that 11 minutes. Don't put your match short, you know? Like, the fairy blink is a cool move, but it just ended so abruptly. Yeah, yeah. There was, I don't know, it's definitely something with Mirai where I feel like she has trouble adjusting when she she's kind of asked to uh, shorten her matches a little bit. Kind of like Utami used to have, where she was like, well, I have to do my like five minutes of grappling. Come on now. Um, <laughs> Mariah kind of has a similar thing, where she kind of has to do her, her uh, heat segments and whatever. But yeah, it definitely affected this match, because it was getting quite good, and then it just, just kind of stopped, which is pretty upsetting. Especially for me, because I wanted her to win. Yeah, I mean, hey. And she just didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she needed to be taken down a peg after that first two nights. Yeah, true. Natsupoi is somebody who's going to be very interesting in this tournament. Uh, she didn't wrestle on day one or two, as far as I know, but she's off to a, a good start here. And she got quite far in the Cinderella tournament as well. Yeah, like she's, she's going to be one to, to keep an eye on. Um, the next match on the show, then, was a Blue Stars block match. This was Hazuki beating Starlight Kid in just over 11 minutes with a vertical drop brain buster. Um, maybe say I like this match. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, say it a bit more maybe after the show, uh, after we review the next show, but they're definitely doing something with Hazuki. Um, she's off to a 2-0 and start here in the GP. Yeah. She's probably losing the Goddess Tag Bells at Stardom X Stardom. And she got the win and the tag the next day. So she's building a lot of momentum. Um, her and Kid had a pretty good match here. This was one of I was those... I kind of surprised they didn't, like, lean more into the high-speed thing. Because they did have yeah. that, like, quick pinfall thing. Mm-hmm. But with the two wrestlers who are former high-speed champions, I thought they were going to just have a quick sprint. Yeah, Hazuki's really good that. Yeah. It's, it's quite sad. Um... This is one of those, though, that like was very much hurt by being spoiled. Because, I mean, it's impossible to stay unspoiled. Nobody's going to avoid yeah. spoilers for three days. Because um, those flash pins down the, the, the finish were really, really well done. And if I didn't know Hizuki was winning, I think it would have brought this match up a bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for what it was, they did a good job. They definitely have a better match in them, which is kind of always going to happen in these smaller GP shows. Nobody's going 100%. Um, but this was still very good. I think down the line, Hazuki might get high-speed title or something, or have a high-speed title challenge with Kid or something. Yeah. Maybe then they'll have it. Possibly. I don't know. She seems above that title now. There seems yeah. to be a very firm ceiling on high-speed. Maybe wasn't there Which before. Just kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because Kid and Sire's white belt match was like really good and that had a lot of high speed stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like a high speed tile shouldn't be just relegated to like that. And it should be more like floating around different yeah. parts of the card. Yeah, because that's kind that's of how probably they... my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's how they used to use it really. It was just kind of wherever it was needed, kind of that kind of belt, but now it definitely feels like there's a ceiling on it. Like, even Azumi feels above it, and they're just kind of having her defend it to, to raise the prestige, almost, but 
she loses it, I almost don't see her getting it back, you know? Who would she even lose it to? Because I thought Kamoma would possibly win it. Uh, when I, she didn't. I don't know, honestly. They, they've they kind of been introducing new faces to the division, but I, there's nobody that can challenge Azami to me, so I, I'm not really sure. They're just kind of having her hold it for yeah. the sake of holding it. Which is alright, I guess. I don't mind it. Um, we'll see what happens on it. Definitely. Um, I suppose with that, we should get on to the main event. Uh, this was a Blue Stars block match. Asaya Kamatani got her tournament off to a winning start uh, over Momo Watanabe. Asaya won with the... It says the Firebird splash on the website, yeah. I assume. That's uh, before 50. Ah, yes, yes, that it is. Okay. Um, so she won in 12 minutes on the dot. Uh, Momo, very interestingly, off to an 0-2 start, which I didn't expect at all. Uh, but she obviously has a lot of time to come back and kind of throughout the tournament. Um, I thought this was the match of the show and a, a very, very good match, even though both of them were pretty much at 50%. Like, they have so much left in them that they could do. Um and I I don't blame them for not going all out because even when they made their entrances, I was like, oh, this should be like a big match on a pay per view someday. Like this is a big match. Um, so they might. I think as it's well because it's a there. house show. They're just kind of chilling until yeah. the pay per view. Yeah, and I mean it's the GP as well. You're not going to go like ruin your body on day three. Like I I can't imagine anybody would recommend that. Um, I just you know obviously I, I feel like they left a lot in the tank because they know. This will be a big match. They're going to have a match down the line, yeah. Yeah, um, but it was still very, very good. I mean, they're both very talented, and Saya is still pulling out all of her shit. <laughs> like, she just does shit, <laughs> and it's great. She did a reverse Rana to the outside, and I was like, oh, she's she's just doing it. She's, she's, she's hooping. <laughs> she's hooping. <laughs> they hooping. Um, and, I mean, even Momo... Thank you, Parker. Oh, yeah. Um, and even even Momo, I thought, was, was quite good. Um. The only thing that I didn't like was the the away to tie bits where yeah would do such low tier interference or whatever. I just kind of wish they like didn't do that for the tournament at all. Yeah, but maybe that's just me. Just done with with low tier heel work. Um, I'm just kind of done with away to tie. <laughs> that's fair. You and Dylan will get along swimmingly. <laughs> um, I'm. I don't mind it as much because, uh, as people who follow me on Twitter know, I've been watching a bit of AJW recently, and a part of the AJW Classic series that I'm at is 1998, which is post-Exodus. They've started pushing the Zaps. The Zaps are the single worst thing ever. Like, it's just... I know. I had to watch some of those matches as well, and I was like, oh my god. It's like it's such a it's a dollar store dump Matsumoto with half with none of the creativity because <laughs> like dump was so creative every time I watch dump she's fantastic as a heel she's so good at it but the zaps are just like we're just gonna beat you with a pole in the sight of the referee and nobody's gonna do anything and I'm like what the what the hell is happening um so... it's pretty much a way to tie right now they're not as bad they don't just take weapons into the ring and beat people with them for five minutes in front of the ref. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, for referee not really caring. Well, I yeah. Mean. I mean, stardom reps are pretty bad, canonically, so. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, this this was a very good match regardless. Um, 
and it, they, they tried to do a ref bump at one point that didn't need to be a ref bump at all. Yeah. Um, but I mean, go off, I guess. Um, it didn't distract from the match at all. Uh, what was really interesting though is this match was Saya Kamatani's debut match. She wrestled Momo in her very first match. Almost three years later, she wrestles Momo again. It's such an insane representation of how far she's come. Because I, I was like watching Stardom regularly when she debuted. To see her go from that to here, where she enters this match. Dancing as... song. <laughs> oh, dude, we need to bring that back. Um, seeing her go from that to, you know, eight defense white belt champion, about to face Kyrie. Beaten Momo easily. It's it's pretty insane how far she's come along, and the the two of them wrestling almost three years to the day is is kind of very interesting in that way. She really has that wrestle of the year case going. Huh? I've been telling everybody, like I've said it, the size is the best in the world. You know, better than Moxley. <laughs> I'm I'm not allowed to slander Moxley. My best friend is like a John Moxley stan, and they will probably physically harm me if I say anything bad. So you know, it's. I love Moxley too, but I think Sai has been better overall this year. Yeah, I mean, she's not, like, forced to wrestle dudes on AEW. She's not trying to carry Mance Warner or anything, so. Yeah. Um, But that is the entire show that's up. Um, It was a good show, I thought. You know, it's as much as you can expect from, you know, day three of a GP. Everybody's coming off of their Ota Ward buzz. Um, and, you know, the main event is probably the only match that I would say you, like, have to go out of your way to see. Yeah. Um, I have one issue that I wrote down. Yeah? And it just says, why does everyone have a roll-up finisher? Because you had Kokoro's match. Mm-hmm. You had Saya defeating Ruako Idabashi. Mm-hmm. Then you had Mai Sakurai winning from my pan roll. Then you had the fairy blink. I was like... Why is there so many roll-up pins happening? Well, you see uh, Milano Collection AT got involved, and uh, the roster has never recovered. Yeah. Saying that, flash pins Saki written down, Ida written down, Asmi written down, Mina, Mai, and Kogaba. Yeah. Flash pins are I'm just kind of of sick of it. (laughs) Really? I don't know. I think they're cool. I just kind of think roll-up should be used more sparingly. And more like as a surprise thing, rather than just like it happening three times, four times in a show. Yeah, I guess. I suppose once they're finishers, I don't mind. Like once they're established and moves, I don't think it's as bad. As a Misushi, for example. Yes, yeah. And I mean, even like Ida's is, is kind of was her finisher for a while. And it just faded out because she was injured forever. That, and then she stopped winning, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that was the only show that's up. Um, we'll run through kind of the um, the second show that that happened and the results, but obviously we couldn't see it. It's um, maybe they've uploaded a match or two as we've been recording, but I have no idea. Um, I will check right now. Okie dokes. I will. I will. I haven't. Uh, of course. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> this was um, on the seventh of August. This was in the Nagano Prefectural Budokan. And they did 275 fans here, so the uh, the lowest attended show of the GP so far. Uh, in the opener, Mini Shirakawa beat Sai Ida in Blue Stars block action with the glamorous driver Mina in just under five minutes. Um, there you go. So Mina Shirakawa goes up to four points. So uh, Mina going to run away with it. 
another robot. No, because it's the driver, so. The English account says Glamorous Collection Amino. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, the website lied. Okay. Um, well, we can't check because it's not uploaded. <laughs> we love it here. We love it, folks. Um, <laughs> the next match was uh, another Blue Stars block match. It was Sayakamatani beating Hanan in just under nine minutes with the Star Crusher. And so Sayakamatani goes up to four points in the Blue Stars block. And uh, she's off to a 2 and 0 start, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, pretty strong start for Saya. Hanan's got zero still. Yeah, poor, poor Hanan. That's going to be a thing for a while. <laughs> um, I think she might end the tournament with no points, potential. I would be okay with that. I've, I've campaigned for that. Yeah. Um... The match after that is a Red Stars block match. It is Azumi on two points now, defeating Mai Sakurai with the uh, 6-5, I have no idea what that is. Oh, wait. Oh, in under seven minutes. Okay. Um, with a leg foot <laughs> suplex hole. I didn't get it because they just had like the dashes instead of minutes and seconds. Yeah. Didn't Azumi have a new move? Um, Was that that match? I don't know. I remember something being mentioned of her having a new move. She debuts a lot of moves. Um, the Stardom yeah. account mention it? I swear it did. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to find it now because they tweet so much. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, We'll figure it out, though, once, once it's up. Um, if I stop coughing, I'm like coughing like crazy here. I keep muting, and then there's like a pause uh, for me to slowly die. Um, Somehow I've managed to keep it together. You're doing you're doing a very good job. Um, the next match on the show then was another Red Stars block match. Uh, Utami Hayashida beat Unagi Sayaka in 11 minutes with a torture rack bomb. Uh, Utami is up to four points, and Unagi is on zero. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, U- Utami off to a hot start, and uh, it really does feel like her tournament at this stage. I think that could be a good match. What, Utami and Unagi? Yeah. Did you watch their debacle last year? Don't. Okay, yeah, because um, they had a very bad match last year. Well, that was a year ago. Things can change. Maybe. Um, we, we, maybe. We'll have to see, I guess. Um, the match after that was Mirai and Shiri of Godzai uh, beating Hina and Miyu Amasaki of Queen's Quest. That almost doesn't feel fair. Come on now. <laughs> um, Mirai pinned one of them, it doesn't tell me who, uh, with the Miramare. So she submit them uh, with the Miramare. They put that Miramare over very strong. Well, they're putting Mariah over <laughs> chunk to be fair. Sadly, yes. Um, but I mean, she like submits a lot of people with it. I'm pretty sure it's the strongest submission finisher in stardom at this stage. I just feel sorry for Kevin. They keep putting her in all these situations where she cannot win. Yeah, I don't know, man. That, like, that's just not fair. Siri and Mariah <laughs> against Hina and Miyu, like two children. I'm saying. Um, and two of the most protected people on the roster. Yeah, yeah, that that's like putting like <laughs> peak DDM against you know Lady C and and Rena or something. Like just insane. Um, the entirety of 
DDM versus Ladysy. Yeah. I mean that would be that would be very unfair to, to Lady C. Poor Lady C. Anyway. Um the next match was a Red Stars block match. Uh, it was Himeka beating Koguma in uh, just under eight minutes with a running power bomb. So Himeka goes up to four points and Koguma is on four points. So some interesting stuff happening there in the Red Stars block. Match after that was a Blue Stars block match. It was Natsupoi getting her second win in a row uh, over Ami Sore with the Fairy Blink. I don't know if it was the Fairy Blink or the Fairies Blink because apparently they are different moves. Um, but I'm going to assume it was the Roll Up. Are they different moves? I swear it's the same move. I don't know because I thought one of them was the Fairy Blink and one of them was the Fairies Blink. Maybe I'm thinking of the Fairial Blink. Um, because a lot of her moves have the similar names. Still have the word fairy in it somewhere. Yeah, she she, she doesn't have. She was the high speed fairy for a while, you know. It says here that was this was perhaps the best match all weekend. That is a lie. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. I like Ami Sore, and even I know that's a lie. <laughs> um, the main event of the show then was the stars team of Momokogo, Hazuki, and Mayu Utani beating Momwanabe. Rina and Saki Kashima of Oedo Tai. Um, Hazuki pinned somebody, it doesn't tell me who, in uh, 17 and a half minutes. Oh yeah, Rina. That kind of makes sense. With a diving senton. Diving senton. <clears throat> so she got the C-tier finisher. <laughs> um, so I would normally run down the blocks at this stage to keep people updated, but there is 13 people in each block, um, and everybody has different amount of matches. So yeah. there's almost no point in, in talking about the blocks. But And these dot and this dot stuff confuses me. Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a bit difficult. Um I think the main stuff though is that, you know, people like Hazuki, Natsupoi, um, Mirai have gotten out very strong, whereas Momwanabe is is on zero points, which nobody would have expected, and, and Julia as well. Is that Julia? Yeah, it is Julia. She's on zero points. Yeah, Julia. God damn it. Wow. Could... Which is really surprising. Yeah, I mean, I thought she would be like the favorite to, to win, but she's off to an 0 2 start. But... I swear everyone was saying Julia was going to win. Then she just yes. loses. In fairness, <laughs> That's people have been saying she's going to win for like two years now. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's fine. I remember even like the very, because me and Dylan started this podcast for 2019 GP, I think. But does that match up? No. 2020. 2019 was Hannah's win. Yeah. Yeah, so it was the 2020 oh, one. Oh, you're going to make me sad. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we started for the 2020 GP, and we going into it were like, oh, Julius is going to win. Like, of course she is. And then it was like, oh, Tammy's Utami. actually winning. Yeah, because it was like two or three shows in that we went, oh, Tammy's winning. Cool. Um, but... Hold on a second. Wait a minute. So, 2020, we all think Julius is going to win. Yes. Then Utami wins. Oh, no. 2022, we all think Julie is going to win. Could Utami win? Oh god, please don't. <laughs> um, wouldn't be opposed to an Utami win, I guess, but I really do just want this Julia Red Belt reign. Yeah. I've been begging for it yeah. forever. It felt like such an inevitability, too, that, and now we're just like waiting for it three years later, and I'm like, come on, give, give it to me, Rossi, please. Hurry up. Yeah. Um, so I, I usually do this with Dylan, um, but 
what are your top three favorite matches of the tournament so far? Um, do you even know your top three? Do you keep track of that stuff? Uh, not particularly. Okay. All right. I'd probably have to say number one is Julia versus Hazuki. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. For reasons I've already men- you've already mentioned in the last episode, I think. Ah, yeah, you got a shout-out. People people yeah. were... That was a, a, a subtle hint that you'd be on the show eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I really like that match. Aside from them just being really fucking good wrestlers. That's fair, honestly. I it just reminded me of Hannah, yeah, no. which is really nice. Definitely. Um, my top three are the same as they were. Um, I do not fully remember this, but I'm pretty sure it was Suzuki versus Julia 1. Siri vs. Azumi 2 and Saya vs. Kid 3. Um, you know, none of the matches from day 3 really outdid that. Although Saya and Most first two days were, like, really, really good. Yeah, like, only only one of the pay-per-views or the Corkins is really going to challenge those, because the quality was so high. Yeah. Um, speaking of... My list is probably the same as you. Yeah. You are a big Starlight Kid fan. I don't think we've exposed yeah. you for that yet, but... All right. <laughs> uh, you, you are... Uh, I normally do this podcast with a big Azumi fan, and now I'm with a big Starlight Kid fan, so this is quite interesting. It's nice not having her slandered on an episode for once. Because Dylan's just like... It's... He would have went in somehow. It's funny how I got exposed as a big Mirai fan before being exposed as a big Starlight Kid well, the Mariah stuff is a bit more uh, contentious, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are not Mariah fans. It's very interesting. Speaking um, of Cork and Halls, though, that is our first of, I believe, three shows to preview. Do I just double-check? Yes. There's a Corkin and then two shows this weekend. So the Corkin is on Thursday, the uh, 11th of August. That's why we're recording. Adam hates me sometimes. And... This is a pretty loaded show. It's all GP matches, so it's the start, oh, wow. start to finish, just um, singles matches. And there are some very cool ones here. Suzu Suzuki notably gets her tournament finally started after her COVID diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And uh, Risa Sarah is back. So um, She was just scared of Starlight Kid. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, the opening contest of this Corgan show is a Blue Stars block match. It is Ami Sore versus Hanan. So that's that's a pretty easy win for Ami, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, the next match is also Blue Stars block. It is Mayu Iwatani versus Saya Ida. Um, I feel like if Saya is going to get any points, it would be a match. It like would this. be him. Yeah, like a Corgan as well. Um. So, kind of interested to see how that goes. Um, but I guess I would lean towards Mayu, because she does need to get some points on the board. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, because she's on, she's, she's on two now, right? Two. Yeah, so she'd need to be up to yeah, four. Yeah, because she beat Adam. Yeah, so she'd need the two to kind of keep up with everyone. Um, the next match on the show is uh, a rematch from New Blood. It is Blue Stars Block. It is Mirai versus Suzu Suzuki. Um... So their last match went to a draw. And I mean, I could see this one going to a draw as well. Just polit- politically, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if Suzu actually wins this one somehow. 
Yeah. So eventually, Mirai has to lose. She she lost the Natsu boy, so. Well, lose a bit more, I guess. <laughs> I'm all aboard Mirai losing, so yeah, let's go with that. Um, the next match is this is essentially a tiebreaker at the top of the block. It's Blue Stars action. It's Hazuki versus Natsupoi. Um, whoever wins this takes a real con- commanding lead in, in the in the block. Um, so I I mean could go either way. Like I have no read on this. You know, like either one could really win it. Maybe abruptly with another fairy blink. Yeah, maybe. Um, or maybe Hazuki. You could tell that really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe Hazuki pulls out one of her uh, flash pins. Doesn't she do the La Mahestral? It's like a good time to pull that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's have uh, Hazuki win with the uh, Magistral. Um, the last Blue Stars block match of the show then is uh, Starlight Kid versus Momo Watanabe. So this is a very interesting match. Um, they showed a lot of chemistry in their uh, high-speed match late last year. So hopefully they build off that. And they were... They still are attacking? Yes. So that could be... Yeah. I feel like... Um, I don't know if Momo wins, because Momo does need points... Um, but Kid also kind of needs points. It's yeah. a very interesting situation. Because um, Kid is only on two, if I am remembering correctly. Yeah, Kid is on two. She's got one win and yeah. one loss. So, I don't know. Um, I guess I would get Momo off the, off the, kind of off to a start. So I'll lean towards Momo there. I don't know if you want to root against your girl there to win. I don't know. Not particularly. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're going with a Starlight Kid win. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, next match is Red Stars block action. It is Himeka versus Momo Kogo. Um, I mean, that feels like a Himeka win right there. Yeah. Very likely. Yeah, because, I, I mean, Momo is obviously going to have to upset some people, but probably not Himeka. I mean, she could. You never know. That's true, but maybe not. Um, the next match is also Red Stars block action. It's Koguma versus Saki of Colors. Um, so I forgot she was in this tournament. You would do, yeah. I mean, it's she kind of disappears every now and then, and then has an okay match. Um, yeah. She's on two points, Saki. So we would have Koguma win here because I don't think Saki's going to get that many points ultimately. No. Yeah, so not really too high on her. No, that's fair. She's she's uh pretty middling. No offense to any colors fans. I think every colors fan is just there for Hikari Shimizu, who should be in this tournament instead. Yeah. Honestly. Um next match is also Red Stars block action. It's my Sakurai versus Saki Kashima. Um so I think Saki is on zero points as well. Um, a lot of people on zero. Finally, she gets to use the revival pin on someone. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she's got less points than my Sakurai right now, so we're we're giving uh, Saki the win here. I'm not going to try pronouncing the actual name. Oh, uh, the Kishikaisei or something? Kishikaisei, so, yeah. yeah. That's not possible. I just call it the revival, like, everybody does. Yeah. That's easier. Um, the FDR, favor revival <laughs> oh, pin. Oh, God, dude. FTR dorks. 
Sorry, sorry to say that to everybody. Dax Harwood is a dork. On Twitter, at least. I'm sure he's a nice person in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Tam Nakano versus Azami. Um, since Azami didn't upset Siri, I imagine she upsets Tam. Kind of feels logical to me. Yeah. And because uh, it... orig- originally I was going to say that it would be Julie versus Tam Nakano in the finals. And they seem to be hinting something about that and hair on Twitter. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so. Well, that that does lend more credence to the Azami winning. So. Yeah. Because Tam is, this is only Tam's second match, so she has a lot of time to make up the, the points. Um, Can you imagine if she did a whole Twitter thread for every single five-star match? It would be funny. I would be here for it very much, because it would annoy Velke. So. <laughs> and we live to annoy Velke. Um, yeah. yeah, Azami is winning that one, in, in my eyes. Um, the match after that, then, is Red Star's block action. It's Utami Haishishta versus Risa Sarah of Prominence. Uh, so this is a cool match. Uh, probably have Risa Sarah win this one. Um, just to... Uh, that would put her on six points, and they, they, they can do some fun stuff there. And uh, Utami. Yeah. Utami's already on four, so, I mean... We can kind of slow her down a little bit. I think Risa Sarah is pretty good, to be honest. And I've never watched any of those prominent death matches. Because otherwise I would start throwing up. <laughs> so I can only judge her based on her proper right. matches. And I think she's pretty sick. Her death matches are cool. She, she's very good. She has a fan of light tubes. It's uh, very fun. Oh my god. Yeah. I have seen it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty beast. Um... She's beasting. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you just got Parker on. Like. <laughs> I did say get him on. It's, he's a busy man. I don't I don't have that kind of sway. He is one of the funniest people I know as well. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Listen, I, uh... Between him and Jordan, it's a close call. Oh, dude, Jordan's hilarious. Yeah, it's... <laughs> he's so, he's so Sometimes very unintentional. <laughs> yes, yes. No, nothing will be funnier than... Him finding out about a world, you know, a world war essentially breaking a out. A world from war starting. Cam Nakano fan account. <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, we and it's happened like three separate times. Yeah, <laughs> didn't he find out about Vince retiring in a similar manner? Yeah, because it's insanity. What a what a human. What a what a human. What a guy. Um, shout out to Jordan. Yeah, shout out Jordan. Dylan slandered him in, in an episode recently, and I was like, you can't do that, man. That's like. Legal. Um, this is why I'm replacing Dylan. Yes, yeah, you're not as loud as Dylan, so this is a win already. Um, but uh, we both have Risa Sarah winning that one match, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, match after that, then, is the main event. It is Red Stars block. It is Siri versus Unagi Sayaka. Um, yeah, I guess Siri wins. I don't know. I've been predicting Unagi beating Siri eventually, like every chance I get. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon. I'm I'm just really on the fence about like a good portion of these matches after Julia losing <laughs> at the start. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, which is why this would be a great show to see live stardom. But um right. you know, <laughs> who cares? Who who needs live shows? Um 
that is that show. It's it's an interesting one. Uh, the next show to preview is on the. Th- so you always do good in the Corican shows. Yeah, that's so. That's fair. It will be a good show. Very much so. Uh, the next show might not be as good. It's on the thirteenth of August. Uh, this is the Saki Kashima Triumphal Tournament. Um, they've really started doing these lately. I know Miyu Amasaki has one every time they go to Kyoto. Um, this is in some exhibition hall. Saki is the sole person on the poster, so. Uh, if that doesn't spoil you on the result of her matches, I don't know what will. Um, <laughs> there is no undercard matches announced for this show yet, so we only have the GP stuff to talk about. Um, the opener is Blue Stars block match. It's Hanan versus Momo Watanabe. Oh dear, poor Hanan. At least Momo's getting one. Hell yeah, Momo dub season. All right. Um, the next match is Blue Stars block. It is Hazuki versus Mina Shirakawa. Um, James, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say it. I think Mina probably wins this one. Yeah. If Hazuki beats Natsupoi, she loses this. Yeah. yeah. Um the next match is a Blue Stars block match. It is Saya Kematani versus Natsupoi in a rematch of uh Stardom's best match of the year. Um That's gonna be really, really good. Yeah, Natsupoi is definitely getting her win back as well. That kinda makes sense yeah. to me. Um one of the fairy moves she's got in her house. <laughs> yes, one of the fairies. Um, oh, jeez. One of the fairies. One of the fairies sounds like a slur. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's fine. It's fine. I am... Yeah. One of those annoying things from Zelda. <laughs> um, the next match on the show is a Red Stars block match. It is Azumi versus Momo Kogo. Uh, I can see Ko Momo getting her win back here as well. Yeah. Um... The next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Micah of Donna Del Mondo versus Saki Kashima. Um, yeah, Saki's winning. It's her, it's her triumphal series. We seem to be just doing a lot of these subtitle names for matches now. Yeah, it's, um, I'm sure it sells tickets, I guess. TJPW does it a lot too for like very small shows. They had one the other day that was like, Yuki Kamifuku Homecoming, and I was like, ah, sh- Yeah, I saw that on Cage Match. Yeah. Um, but we both have Saki winning there, I imagine. This is completely off topic. Oh but I, I remember someone mentioning like all the TJPW shows being named up to like K-pop or something. Oh, that would make sense. Or, or anime or something? I don't know. Coda mm. uh, would I probably be in- K-pop. I thought it was interesting because I don't listen to K-pop or watch anime. I'm so, so reading surprised it, you don't watch anime. I've watched like one anime, and it was Panty and Stocking. So I don't know what that is. So yeah, you you went to the bottom of the barrel very quick. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, it just seems like such a you thing. I don't understand. Does it? Yeah, you're like a nerd. <laughs> I wouldn't say it that far. I would. <laughs> um, well, I'm not an anime nerd. I mean, there's, there's like two degrees of separation from like video game reviewer to anime nerd, I think. I guess. Like I wouldn't know because I don't really watch anime. Yeah, I'm sure you're missing out. I feel like you would enjoy it. Anyway, um, yeah, the, uh, the main event of this... Enough slandering me. <laughs> the main event of this show is a Red Stars block match. It is Julia versus Mai Sakurai. And if Julia doesn't win this one, oh, boy. I'm tearing my hair out. <laughs> I have a lot of I hair. just want to see my guy get beaten up. Yeah, oh dude, that's going to be so good. Just completely one-sided. 
It should be. Um, they'll probably give her a lot, though, because they tend to do that with my... I should just call it a Hideki Suzuki pro DJ match. <sighs> just have them grapple for a, the entire 15 minutes. Dear God. <laughs> people want me to quit this show, I, I'm telling you. like, Sometimes people are like, oh, I'd like to see this happen, just because it would like make your life worse. And I'm like, thanks, guys. Thanks. I love you all, too. <laughs> uh, you need to put some respect on grapple, Julia. No, no, we don't. It's it's. Can you do? No, it's bad. It's just beautiful. It's perfect. <sighs> it's not. <laughs> Please. Um, the next show to preview and our last show to preview uh, is on the fourteenth of August. Uh, this is in the Okayama Convention Center. Um, it also doesn't have anything up. So, or well, it doesn't have any undercard stuff. Um, so the opener is a Blue Stars block match. It is Natsupoi versus Momo Watanabe. Um, Momo's probably going to win that one. Yeah. She really needs to get some points. Yes, and somebody has to stop Natsupoi because she's going to run away with it soon. Um, the next match is a Blue Stars block match. It is Mirai versus Hazuki. Just Hazuki. That is uh, something else. Um, I had to load it from my own Twitter. <laughs> oh boy. So I've just got it up there. Uh, I could see that one going to a draw, honestly. Yeah. That could very well go to a draw. Yeah, it feels like one where they'd want to protect both people. So it just kind of makes sense. Um, the next match is also Blue Stars block. It is Julia versus Hanan. So uh, another Julia dub. I just feel bad for all the children. You know... They've just been getting beaten up for the last... Yeah, they know what they're signing up for. It's fine. I'm sure they get paid something. I'm glad Starlight Kid got out of that. Yeah, I mean, kind of. She still gets her ass beat a lot, so it's, you know. <laughs> well, she got a match with Kyrie, so. That's true, and Kyrie, like, geeked her out. It was very good. Um... <clears throat> Shut up. <laughs> um. The next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Unagi Sayaka versus Saki Kashima. Um, I mean, if Unagi's going to win any match, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Um, the next match is also a Red Stars block. It is Himeka versus Azami. Um, very much go either way. Probably Himeka, I guess. Potentially. Yeah, because like they like to have her near the top of the block, so... Yeah. Um, the match after that is also Red Stars. It is Koguma versus Micah. Um, I feel like Micah hasn't wrestled on any of these shows, so uh, she probably has to get a win here, get some points. Does she have any points at all? Um, I do not know. Stardom, why is the the table not on the page? That is what I want to know. Like who? No, she's got no points. She's got no points. Okay, yeah, she's definitely winning that one then. Yeah, I've got it up. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, perfect. Yes. Um, so the main event then of this show is Utami Hayashita versus Momo Kogo in a Red Stars block match. And yeah, Utami probably wins that one. You know, she loses to Risa Sarah and then kind of gets two more points here. Yeah. All right. Um, that is everything to preview and uh, review. So, I think we're done in record time. Um, <clears throat> so, 
James, thank you for joining me. Hello. No problem. <laughs> yeah, and you will, I assume, still be coming back on uh, around the time of the final to, to talk more about this. Yeah. Um, if you want to plug yourself again, go ahead. Uh, follow my Twitter, I guess, and read my stuff on Monthly Progression. What, what is, what is the go. Twitter? Oh, yep. It's at James Set Radio. Amazing. That... Homage to one of my favorite video games, Jet Set Radio. You know, the only reason I know that game exists is because I once got like a, a, a like a Sonic tennis game or something, and that character was in it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, Sega seemed to have put beaten Jet Set Radio in a few of their other games. Yeah, so that's that's instead of you know making another game. Of course, yeah. I mean, why would why would game developers do that? Why do they remake another game with a really unique selling point? Yeah, I mean, who needs that when you can have um, Call of Duty? Skate for. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, before we start rambling, uh, next week, Dylan and I will be back, as far as I'm aware. Dylan will be back uh, to review the Corkin. Uh, probably be able to sneak in that uh, Saki Kashima show, but I highly doubt the Okayama show will be up. Uh, we will then also preview... Uh, the GP show at the Adiano Saka Arena, as well as Stardom X Stardom. So we have a pay-per-view preview coming up. I'm sure Dylan and I will have a lot of uh, tasty takes to come from that because there's a lot of very big matches on Stardom X Stardom. So make sure to tune in next week for that. Um, again, thank you to James for coming on. And with that, we should close the show. Uh, you know the closing by now. I'm sure you're you're more than willing to take part. Am I? I mean, I, I hope so. To, to write a passage your podcast not fine okay well definitely join in um all right <laughs> if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit leave today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in ejo ejo say it oh Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. 
And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 